0: Welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. We've made it through the week. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. Um, I was just thinking today how it's so weird that I'm not in school right now, because usually right now I'm uh, preparing to get ready to go back to school to start the next semester, and I'm not. I'm at home. I'm working, and doing daily life stuff, I guess, Um, but yeah, no, it's good because I love my job so much, so it's been really good, and I'm really excited for this next year that I have. Um, So this week, we'll be talking about some of the things that aren't quite perfect with perfectionists, and I wanted to do this because I know there's kind of this misconception that perfectionists are always perfect at everything and um i think that could partially be true if you add a little caveat into that and say that they're always perfect at everything that they do and that they allow you to see because uh, perfectionists like to hide a lot of their flaws and their imperfections in order to maintain this image of being perfect. Uh, so this episode is kind of very similar to my first blog post, so if you want to go check that out on my blog on WordPress, um, The Heart of a Perfectionist, I will put a link in the episode description so that you can check it out. Uh, so, with that being said, let's dive in. The first thing I have is that perfectionists often procrastinate. And I've talked about this before um, quite in depth in an earlier episode, uh, but I'll just touch on it a little bit here. So perfectionists engage in a type of procrastination that's considered active procrastination. And this can have some benefits. Uh, I think I mentioned in that previous episode that it can allow for creativity and stuff like that. But there are also still a lot of negative aspects to it. And one of the biggest things for perfectionists and perfectionists who procrastinate is this fear of failing. And it's almost like I don't do something perfect that I'm not good enough Um, and it's not a very healthy mentality but it is something that perfectionists deal with quite often and this is a pretty big issue because it can lead to uh, perfectionists not even finishing projects. Uh, which is a major thing that I've struggled with my whole life. I'll start things, and then I just won't ever finish them. They'll kind of just be half done, and they just sit there. Uh, One of those things is I've wanted to write a book since I was like 10 years old, and I've started so many different ones, and I'll get like 10 pages in, and I'll be like, this just isn't good enough anymore. And then I'll stop, and I leave it, and I don't ever come back to it, and so I have like 15 different novels started that are about 10 pages in, and nothing to account for it because they're not finished, and if I'd put all that work into one book, one idea, I would be sitting already at 150 pages that would be close to a finished novel and I don't (laughs) because I didn't finish those things, because I didn't think they were perfect, because I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of putting myself out there, putting something I had worked so hard on and giving it to other people and then telling me it's not good enough. We can't publish this, no one will read this, that kind of thing. Um, And so Obviously, this fear of failing leads to many perfectionists just not finishing projects or not even starting them sometimes um, because they're so afraid of being rejected. Another thing is that perfectionists, like I mentioned earlier, tend to avoid things that they're not perfect at in order to maintain this image of a perfectionist, and so they'll only participate in activities and projects they know they can succeed at, because if they know they can succeed at it, then they don't have to worry about failing, because they know they're they're good at it, they know they're going to do well, and they know that when people see them do that, that they're going to go, oh, you're so good at that, you're perfect at that, and it's going to help them maintain that image. Um... But obviously, this leads to perfectionists avoiding challenges altogether and that is such a negative thing because in my mind challenges are so important for people to grow. If you never challenge yourself, if you never push yourself past your boundaries, you can't grow. You can't acquire new skills or learn new things. Because you've never had the opportunity to put yourself in a new situation that would allow you to gain those things. And uh, something I've been telling myself lately, because I am a perfectionist and I do deal with this, is that failure leads to learning. And when I fail, I learn. So... I've been saying that to myself a lot so that I can push myself and put myself into those different situations. Um, One of those things is with my new job, I've never done the type of work I've been doing and I was really worried because I'm working with young kids and I was afraid not only for them that if I didn't do well. it wouldn't be good for them, but that if people saw me doing it and I wasn't doing well, that they would judge me or think that I'm not, like, good enough or something. Um, But I decided to go for it anyways, and I absolutely love it, and I've been getting really good feedback about it, and if I'd never pushed myself and stepped out of my boundaries and ignored my fear, I would have never had this experience. And so that's why it's so important to push yourself and challenge yourself and let yourself fail because you can learn and you can grow from that. Um, Also, when you don't challenge yourself, you're always consistently doing the easy things. You're taking the easy route and so you never really get the satisfaction or the reward from putting in a ton of effort that you get back when you've completed something really big or really challenging. Um, And it's so rewarding when you get that. Um, For me, that was like when I was younger, I was uh, learning how to play the violin. And I think a part of me just kind of accepted I'm never going to be the best I'm never not even not the best in the world, because obviously, that is not something I want to compete with. but like even just like the best in my class, um, the best in my family. And when I realized that, and I was I kind of like accepted this fate of failing. and even though I continued to do it for a few more years, I never pushed myself in it. I never challenged myself to work harder at it. I never really practiced. Because I was like, what's the point if I'm not even going to be good at it? And so I never gave myself that opportunity to be good at it. And so, you know, when you only go after the easy things and you never push yourself, and you accept this fate, I say with air quotes because it's not really a fate, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to but when you only allow yourself to go after the easy things you can never actually achieve those big things because you don't ever put the effort in needed to reach those goals. Um, And this is like most prominent when I've recently failed at something so if I try something one time, and it doesn't go well for me, I'm like, oh, that's not good for me, that's just not for me, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna worry about it, I'm not ever gonna try it again, because I won't be good at it, and I'll be saying that about, like, I don't know, I'll use the violin example again, I'll be saying that about the playing the violin, but you never expect anyone to pick up the violin for the first time and start playing Um, I don't even know Beethoven, I feel like that's a pianist, so I don't know. But like, you don't expect them to start playing any type of music, be able to read music because they're brand new at it, and so that mentality just doesn't even make sense when you really think about it, but it's a mentality that I struggle with as a perfectionist and a lot of perfectionists struggle with. So. Uh, yeah, and perfectionists, I feel like, from my perspective at least, expect everyone else to be perfect as well, and this is because I want things done to perfection, and I try to do things done to perfection, and so I expect everyone else to do it just like that as well. And this leads to a lot of frustration for me with other people, and sometimes even, like, disliking them because they don't do things the way I envisioned it, and again, this doesn't really make any sense because people are unique, and there's diversity, and people do things differently, obviously, and... So when I, as a perfectionist, get frustrated and annoyed with people who don't do things exactly the way I want them to do it, I'm like devaluing the uniqueness and diversity among people in the world, which kind of (laughs) frustrates me then because I think it's so important to promote diversity, and then at the same time I feel like I'm trying to keep people in a box. So I definitely struggle with this, and I catch myself often doing this, just randomly getting annoyed with people because they're not doing something the way I would do it, and when I catch myself doing that, I try to take a step back and I say, okay, Does that really make sense? Are they going to do it exactly the way I do it? No, because they don't think exactly the way I think. They're going to approach it differently. Does that mean we're going to come to completely different outcomes? Not necessarily. We could reach the same outcomes. And if we do reach different outcomes, how can we address that? You know, there's always, like, a different route to take. And I feel like, That's something I'm working on, and it's so important to remind myself about. Um, And the last thing I have is probably the most detrimental thing about being a perfectionist. And this is that perfectionists tend to depend on their achievements and their successes to determine their self-worth. And obviously for perfectionist, these achievements and these successes come when things are done perfectly, exactly the way they imagined it. And for obvious reasons, this is not healthy, right? It significantly can impact your mental health and lead to things like poor self-image and um, anxiety, depression, and... A lot of different things. Um, but the big thing with this is that it causes almost like this roller coaster of self worth um, or self love. And this is where your self worth and your self love are situational, they're determined by things outside of you. Did I do well on this test? Yes, great, I have great self-worth enough. now. Maybe I failed a test. Now I think of myself really negatively. Where, in reality, does that one test define me? No. So, again, it's just this needing to take a step back. Um, because when you're always finding self-worth externally... It means in times when you can't access this external achievements and success that contribute to your self-worth, such as when you fail at something, or the times in between achievements, because you can't be achieving big things all the time, right? Um, You'll always be low, you'll always kind of think of yourself negatively, Because you don't have access to this external thing that can boost your self-worth. So because of this, it is so important for perfectionists and everybody in general to find internal drivers for your self-worth. I really like just saying little phrases sometimes that remind me that, you know... I am good enough, I deserve love, I deserve to be happy, I deserve to achieve the goals that I set my, for myself, and everybody deserves those things, um, because, you know, it's the most important thing, and I know I've said this so many times, and I know it's cliche, but nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. And that is so true. There's not a single person walking on this earth right now that is perfect. And I know it may seem that way, especially with social media and everything, looking at people's um, photos that they spent hours trying to get and the edited version of it so that they can look absolutely perfect or people posting... Uh, their big achievements, but never posting the things that are really low for them or really negative or that cause them pain. And so all you're seeing is everyone's high points in life. And you compare all of your low points to their high points because that's all you see. But nobody is perfect, nobody is. And I think that's so important. Sometimes when I start thinking like that, I say, wow, that person is so perfect. They have their life figured out. I just like, take a deep breath, okay? And then I ask myself, are they really perfect like that? Do you think what you see and what you hear is, ex- is all that's happening in their life? No, because I don't share everything that's happening in my life on social media. Nobody else is either. Everybody is having those things in their life that are hard and difficult to deal deal with and um, that people would view as imperfect. So there's nobody who's perfect, everyone is imperfect, um, and sometimes that's really hard for a perfectionist to remember, uh, but it's so important to just remind yourself of that, nobody's perfect. And I know that's cliche, like I said, (laughs) but it is so, so true. Uh, So, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Heart of a Perfectionist. And if you want to stay up to date, please go follow my social medias on Facebook and Instagram at The Heart of a Perfectionist. And If you liked this episode or if you learned anything new, please share it with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend and I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.